What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mastermind Podcast. And today we got our special guest, Jasmine, here with us. And we're here to learn about Jasmine's journey to becoming a business owner and running her own outstanding agency. Would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. So my name is Jasmine, and I'm a social media manager. Um, I, should I just like get into like my little spiel about like my story? Yeah, go ahead. Tell your story, okay. where you come from. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm originally from Missouri. Um, I'm a Missouri girl, and then I moved out to California in 2019, and then the pandemic hit, like, right afterwards, so it kind of mm. sucked, you know? So <laughs> yeah. kind of, I'm not going to say it ruined my experience, it just made it a really interesting one while I was there, um, and so I moved out there, and then I worked a couple of office jobs, and then I was just feeling really just, I just wanted more, and I never really felt mm. like I was doing enough, I was always just feeling really just disappointed, and just feeling like... I was at a point in my life where I was crying every day going to work. And it's like, I am a happy person. Like, why am I crying every single day? Like, who am I becoming? Like, what Mm -hmm. is this job turning me into? And so um, I was just really just like, you know what? I'm going to do a business. I started a business. uh, I graduated college in 2017 um, with a business degree. And so I had started a little business then. It didn't really go anywhere. I was trying to use Instagram to sell makeup bags on Amazon and it didn't really go anywhere. It was really disappointing. Um, and I never could figure out how to get people to follow me. I could never figure out how to get people to um, engage with me or to buy from me, you know, from social media, even though I felt like I was doing all the things and it was taking up all of my time. So fast forward to me being in California and feeling just so defeated. This ad had come across about a course on how to be a social media manager. And so I had, um, I bought the course a couple of days later. I was like really thinking on it. I'm like, this is a sign. And so I had bought this course um, for like $900. And honestly, honest to goodness, it really wasn't that good of a course. But it showed me that this was like possible. And like this, I didn't even know this was a job, you know, or like Mm -hmm. let alone a business. And so it just, it really just opened my eyes. And so from there, I started um, working with the mentor immediately. I started working with the mentor. Mm. And then um, I took other courses that were a lot more helpful. I've done internships for other agencies. Um, I work with other agencies now, as well as running my own. And so it's great. Um, so so with all of that experience now, like I'm a very competent social media manager, but the beginning days were kind of rough. But So that's my story of how I got to here, um, to being a social media manager. That's amazing. And tell me a little bit more about when you were in corporate. What was it that really, you know, was making you cry every day saying, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to try and start up my own thing. It was the just feeling of unfulfillment. It was just the Mm. constant unfulfillment of it all. That was my biggest problem with it, as well as um, just like, wow, people do this. For like forty years, <laughs> like I can't like I that was right. it. it was just like okay, you had a rough day today. You're gonna rinse and repeat and do this all again tomorrow, and you're gonna be do the same thing next year and ten years down the line. It's just like the the picture of my life just seems so bleak, and so that's mm-hmm. what it was. It was just the complete disappointment of like, how did I end up here? Like I'm in California. I'm supposed to be like you know on somebody's beach on a yacht or at least like having fun and like living like I'm in my 20s I want to have fun and so it's just like that's it just wasn't fulfilling for me I felt very disappointed in where my life was going and I just felt like I had no way out and so that's Mm -hmm. why I was so disappointed and just so just sad it was it was a very thick sadness that I was going through 
Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you feel like this is just this is just life, you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, to watch the people who were higher up than me and, you know, I'm just like, so I'm supposed to. And it's like, y'all not even making 100K a year. Right. But, you know, it's just like y'all work so hard. Y'all do so it, much. And y'all just it's it, it just it just didn't really. I just could not see myself doing that for the rest of my life. It was just driving me insane. I'm glad you touched on that because, you know, people in corporate would work 40 hours a week working just as hard as some of these people that are making millions and they're not even touching 100K a year. Like, it's it's ridiculous how much hard work people actually do put in, but, you know, they don't put in for themselves. But you mentioned about how you got a mentor. How did that really change, you know, your perspective on business and really just self-development in general? Having a mentor, especially because I was so brand new into business. Well, okay, so really, when I was doing my Amazon business with Instagram and trying to get my makeup bags out there and everything like that, there were, I was watching YouTube and I was consuming a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of free content on how you're supposed to do this, on how to do the social media management, on how to do the, the Amazon thing and like how to get your products and how to do all the things. And I really felt like I was learning everything. I really felt like I was getting all the tea and then, and then like they will give you this hour long video telling you how to do everything step by step just right at the end to, to, to pitch you. Go buy my course. It's like, right. <laughs> the course. Like, why would I buy, you know, why am I spending a thousand of dollars on the course? You just taught me everything. At least that's what I was thinking. And mm-hmm. so after that, after the business failed, all I could think was like, what if I did get that course? What if I did get some help? What if I did have some guidance? What if I talked to somebody who had done this before me? Like, what if I did? If I had some help, if I had somebody to hold my hand through these things, because it's all new to me. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm in my early 20s at this time. I don't know what I'm doing. And so it's just like, if I had help, would it have lasted at least longer? Would I have made a sale? <laughs> like, would it have right. And so when I started the second business, it's like, okay, so let's do a SWOT analysis of what happened last time. Let's see what went wrong. And let's see how we can improve it going forward. And so I found a mentor. Um, she was she was a social media manager, and then she pivoted into being just a mentor for other business owners. And so I'm just like, this is perfect. Like, you know, and so she really taught me everything well at least at the time everything that i knew at that time about really how to run a business you know i've learned a lot more since then but in that time we had like 12 weeks together and she had taught me about like content as far as like marketing myself you know how to Mm -hmm. do that and um there was just so much that she had taught me that i i just wouldn't have known or i would have been struggling to piece together so it was so great to have um to have all of her knowledge that she gained throughout her year a couple years or a couple years as a social media manager and a business owner, it was so great to have somebody to talk to who I can relate to and also um, cry cry to when things weren't going right. And just Mm -hmm. um, someone who had been there before and had done the ropes. And so that was like a major thing for me. And I've, I've had different mentors ever since, like whenever I feel like I'm stuck, whenever I feel like, um, Sometimes you just need community. Like, you know, you, a lot of people, that they're not surrounded by business owners. At least I know I'm not. Um, mm. So it's, to me, it was just like, I need someone to talk to about these things because I'm experiencing new things for the first time and I don't know how to navigate this. So having a mentor was definitely, um, it was huge for me. And it, it will always be as long as I'm a business owner. No, yeah. Mentors are great. You know, you're you are who your environment is, you know. But you touched a little bit on, you know, some things you learned from social media marketing from her. Could you, you know, give some of that value to the people and some information on that? From her specifically or just in general? Just in general. Okay. 
Well, um, as far as just like marketing on social media, I would say like the number one thing is just to build community and to get in the minds of your audience. You have to know who you're talking to. You have to know what it is that they're interested in. Um, you have to know how you can relate to them outside of the product that you sell. Because if you're just getting on social media every day and you're just sell, 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 selling, it might fall on deaf ears. Like one thing that I learned about social media and in order to make an effective content strategy is that your content has to look like it was made for that platform. And so what I mean is when people get on Instagram, they're wanting to see their friends. They're wanting to see something funny. They want to see something, you know, maybe like a nice quote or something like that. So maybe that's not like selling, but that's going to get people to follow. That's going to get them to engage. That's going to get them to know, like, and trust you. So that way when you are ready to sell, then people will be paying attention and they'll care that you have something to sell instead of you just hitting them back to back with um, with sales all the time, you know, just selling content because it's soft selling, but that other type of content that's not just in your face sales, like, hey, go go to the link on our bio. That is uh-huh. so effective. I don't really think that gets enough. Um, people don't realize that. They don't realize that. I love that. And have you taken advantage at all of uh, short form content? Yes. Because like talk a little bit more about that. What's the content strategy today without it? You know? Yeah. So, um, so I, I'm a huge fan of reels. Also TikTok. I manage um, some TikToks for my clients. Um, And so short form content is huge. You know, you need to do it. And the biggest thing about short form content that people aren't, well, I know I noticed a lot of business owners aren't really hopping on enough is they need, um, it, it it works so much better if you're willing to put your face to the camera. If you are just like hiding mm-hmm. behind the camera and you're not willing to like talk to your people, because people they like to know that there's a human behind this business. You know, people they connect with businesses and well, people connect with people more than they will ever connect with your business or your product. Like they're gonna connect with you. They're gonna buy from you because they like you. You know, because no matter what it is that you're selling. There are millions of other businesses selling the same thing. So the main thing that's going to differ, differentiate you from your com- competition is going to be you. And that's something that no one else can, they can't, you know, they, they can't replicate that. They can try, but they'll always be in your shadow and they'll always be number two. So one thing that business owners really need to focus on when it comes to short form content or an effective content strategy in general is showing your face on camera and talking to your audience, showing your personality. You don't have to be dry, you know, so show your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's huge. And so, that's also the hardest thing to get people to do. Amazing. Amazing. And like, what are some ways people can get comfortable on camera? Cause not everybody, you know, is, I, I'm sure you were probably great on camera grow, living in California. You've seen cameras all around all the time, you know, How, what are some ways, you know, people can get good at that. Glamorous state. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. I thought you said you were from California. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but what what are some ways business owners can get comfortable being on camera? Because a lot of business owners are shy. You know, they stay to themselves. They're introverts. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very introverted too. I'm a very much an introvert. So I mm. totally understand. Um, I mean, to get on camera today, I mean, I had to curl my hair, do my makeup, put on a cool shirt. Like I had to do a lot. So do what, do something that makes you feel comfortable. First of all, you know what I mean? If, I like it. Because some people, they'll do it. Laying in bed, just woke up. 
I could never, you know, it, like, I just don't feel comfortable like that. And so like, you have to play to your strengths. Like, I know that I feel better when I look better. And so that's how I show up on camera, you know, but also um, there's apps. It's called like, there's an app called teleprompter. And so instead of you getting on and just kind of like rambling, you can write out exactly what you want to say, write out your script and then put that in the teleprompter app and you'll be able to record yourself in the app while you're reading it and um, take as many takes as you need. No one knows how many takes you took. You know, a couple, you know, a video that's like 30 seconds probably took you like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's nuts, but you know, there's that. Um, the teleprompter app is huge. I love that. Um, and also just doing it. <laughs> you know, it's something that you get more comfortable with over time. You just kind of have to do it. Even if you're just filming them for a while, like eventually you're going to post them, but even if you're just filming them, but you don't post them, um, that at least is going to build your confidence. You're going to feel better over time, but, um, eventually you're going to have to post them, but you know, maybe just do a couple of trial videos when you're just like, okay, this is just me in the room. Um, let's just see how this goes because your content will go from zero to 60 if you do that. I love that. And I love that you mentioned just doing it because, you know, a lot of people have these ideas, they have these thoughts of, you know, creating content or even just starting up a business, but, you know, they don't always tend to actually take action. So like, let me ask you, what made you, you know, say, besides, you know, your job in corporate, what made you say, I am going to take action, I'm going to actually, you know, put time in for myself? Because, well, for one, um, I was like, well, I'm the only person dependent on me. I don't have a husband. I don't have a kid. So it's like, if mm. I want to take this huge of a risk, now is the time. You know, so it was that just kind of like, you know, I, I totally understand when, when you're like a parent or something like that, you have somebody else to think of. You know, you can't just be out here doing stuff on a whim without fully, thoroughly thinking it through. You know, for me, it's like, now is the time to be taking these types of risks. I'm young. I can always bounce back. So it was largely that. Um, it was also if I don't, like, if I don't even try, it will be, like, a huge regret for me. You know what I mean? It was just the thought of never trying it. And I think that's what really pushed me over, which is thinking of, like, I just don't want to be looking back with a bunch of what ifs. Like, what if I didn't try? Like, like when I, I love that. About with, um, with the Amazon business, like, what if I hired a mentor? I never even fully considered that route. Like, I never really considered hiring that guy, even though he helped me out so much in his free content. I never really considered hiring him. And so that was kind of a what if that I had lingering going on um, for a long time. But as far as like starting my business now, it's like, I don't want any more what ifs, you know? And so it's like, I, I want to be able to say, I did everything that I could to get, you know, to get my life in a place that I wanted to be. So, so that's what I was saying. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing. And like, if you could go back to when you were 16 years old, what would be some things you would do differently to build yourself up? Um, When I was 16, I would say I was working at Target when I was 16. And so I would say focus less on working and do some extracurriculars, like build up your skill set outside of being a cashier. You know, like yes. I wasn't even spending money on anything important. Like it was like I didn't, I didn't need to be working as much as I was. They would have me there like four or five days a week. It was ridiculous for a sixteen-year-old, you know. Right. And so, um, so it's just, I would say, just like really live your life, you know, and have fun, like in the school, like do things that you want to do, try things, try new things, build your skill set, um, and just get some like worldly experience because I didn't realize how many, how 
Like how many experiences and stuff like that are available to you when you are in high school, like theater or something like that. Like I always wanted to do theater, but I never did. And it's just like, now it's like a whole thing. If I wanted to do theater, it's like, well, how do I even get into that? You know, it's like, there's a whole club right there. Like go do it. And so I would just say like, Mm -hmm. do things that you want to do because the things that you want to do as a 16 year old, at least this is me talking to myself, they don't go away. Those things, they don't go away just because you got older. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say to myself. It's just like, do it. (laughs) Just do it. Right. And I think that's for everybody. You know, everybody wants to do what they wanted to do when they were a kid or growing up as a teenager, like in reality. But, you know, again, we have obligations, things come up, you know, there's things that suppress those dreams. But um, what are some small or what are some ways you see small business like missing out on opportunities to grow? Um, when it comes to social media is definitely the, the fear of being on camera or the constant, I don't have time to be on camera or to make content. Like seriously, if you take a, a couple of hours out of your weekend, you can come up with like a month of content, like as far as just like video content face to face to the camera, you know, and that you could come up with a whole month of content if you do that. And so I really think like to stand out from your competitors, I really think that that is like, that's such a key is to like get on camera, show your personality, you know, because people are going to, they're going to be drawn to you because of that, you know, and it's so crazy because, you know, at least a lot of people I've talked to and I've experienced this myself, we all think that we're not special. Like who wouldn't want to talk to me? Like who wants to buy just because of my personality? But the thing is, they're going to be drawn to your energy. They're going to be drawn to who you are. And, you know, because like celebrities, influencers, really, they're nobody special. They just have a cool job. Mm, I love that. <laughs> but besides that, it's like they're just regular people with a really cool job. But they, we all think they're so cool. Like we think the same thing about you too. Like you literally own a business. Like you're so cool. We want to know about it. So get on camera, talk to us, like um, show people who you are so that way people want to support you. Right. And do you think you almost have to build that own idea in your mind that I'm just as special as these celebrities when you are getting on camera? Yes, absolutely. Because it's just, it's just reminding myself, like, you know, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, they started at ground zero, just like I did. You know, they worked hard at their craft, they're perfecting their craft, you know, they got help when needed, especially when it comes to somebody like, let's say like, there's like an actor who had like a bad movie, then they came back and they like won a huge award or like somebody, an artist, they had like, a flop album and nobody listened to it and no one liked it and everybody counted them out and then they came back even harder or something like that like those types of people it's just like because we see them as like beings or we see them as something other than human but it's like no that's like an actual person like they they're dealing with this stuff like it's it's real i don't even know if i'm making sense right now but it's just like you know these are like actual people if they can do it i really just don't see why i can't you know i really mm-hmm. just don't see why they're more special than me and it's just like if they can do it i can do it too i just need to keep going at it and keep trying you know because they flopped and then they kept going and here they are now i flopped and then i kept going and here i am now and i'm going to keep going further so it's just having that mindset and so that's like how i look up to them but really i don't like put them on a pedestal though because like i said they're just people with a cool job Exactly. And they failed just like you. The only difference is, is a lot of times those celebrities, they hide their failures. You know, they keep it off the social media. They keep it away from that because that's not the image they want to project to people like you, me and everybody else. That's They want to project that perfect image. And really, that's what social media is meant for. And that is how you expand your brand. But let me ask you, like, 
I, I know the audience would like to know, like, as a woman, like, what are some challenges you've had to face trying to get people to appreciate what you can offer and like the value you can bring to them? Um, specifically as a woman, I would say just like, sometimes I feel like maybe I should be more like masculine in the way that I handle my business. Like my whole Instagram mm-hmm. is pink. You know, like that's my favorite color. I was thinking of brand colors and I was looking at like, you know, the, the, you know, like the, um, the, the, whatever, like, you know, they'll say like pink, this is for if you're, if you want your brand to be X, Y, and Z, if you want people to feel this way when they come to your page and you'll choose green. And it's just like, should (laughs) I, but it's like, there's no other color that represents me or that I really feel other than pink. And so it's just like, is that too girly? Is that off-putting to men? Like, would any man take me seriously as far as like working with me in business if my whole page is pink? You know, but it's then it's just like, well, there's a lot of women out here with businesses too. So maybe they would want to work with me and then I could just have a business full of female clients and that's perfectly fine too. You know, and so it's just like, um, for me, it's just being comfortable in my femininity while running a business mm-hmm. and just showing my expertise and talking like I got some sense to show that, yes, my page is pink and it's going to stay pink. But, you know, I'm still like, like that's because that represents my brand and this represents my brand well. So therefore I'll be able to represent your brand well too. And so I'm, I'm hoping that that's how people perceive it. But if no one wants to work, well, if someone doesn't want to work with me because my brand is pink, then they're just not the client for me anyways. So it's just like, for me, um, as a woman, it's just always about, just staying true to who I am and I'm a girly woman and I'm going to be a girly woman. And like I said, people are drawn to me for that energy. So, so that's that. Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, and it's like you said earlier, you know, it's about being your most comfortable, you know, it's your, your most comfortable when you do your hair, you're your most comfortable when, you know, your Instagram page is pink. That's who you are. You you know, there's no reason to try and adjust it based on someone else's wants, you know, but um, with that, like, if your daughter, for instance, was going into the agency industry, what would be some things you would tell her before stepping in there? Um, hmm, that's a really good question. I would say I would tell her um, to just like have a plan, have a vision and have a really deep why. So that way, when things mm-hmm. get tough, you'll keep going because things will get tough. You know, people will tell you no. People will say they're interested and then ghost you in the DMs, you know. Um, so I would say to just keep keep your head up and keep going, you know, because even if um, you get a lot of no's, you're always working towards your next yes. Like every single time you post, every single time that you are on social media, whether it's on your stories or you're engaging with someone else's content or you're posting something on your own feed, you are always like building momentum towards your next yes. You don't even realize it yet. There are people in my audience who have been following me for the shortest amount of time who will um, be interested in like my services or they'll come across my page that day and they'll be interested. But then there's other people who will be there for months or I didn't even realize that they were in my audience or paying attention to my stories or paying attention to my content. And then they'll reach out interested in, in services. And so it's just like every single day, Every single post, post by post on social media, post by post for you and your clients, you know, you're getting closer to their next sale and also yours. So just keep going um, and just like keep your head up because it's going to get difficult. You're going to have rough days, but 
you're building so much more momentum than you can ever even fathom. So that's what I will tell her. I like that. Every no is one step closer to a yes. Yeah. But um, let me ask you, like, what kind of role does God play in your life, if if any? And like, what does what, how does he play around the decisions around him? When I was first getting into business, I was definitely doing a whole lot of praying because like I I wanted to make sure that I was on the right path. And, you know, it's just like when you want to see a sign, everything becomes a sign. So it's like, is this actually a sign or <laughs> am I just desperate? You know, so that was kind of where I was at. So I was doing so much praying and just trying to make sure that my vision was aligned with what God wanted in for my business um, and making sure that everything that I was doing was just right and just good. And just um, so that that's kind of like where God is in my business It's just always making sure to always just checking in and making sure that my business is um, in alignment with something that makes sense with God. Mm hmm. And do you suggest practices like, you know, meditation, you know, manifestation, any of that stuff? Yeah, it's so crazy because like I, I was never the, um, the meditation girl in manifestation. It just sounds like such a joke until it started happening. <laughs> <laughs> like until it started happening. Like, like I was saying when I was working in California and I was just so miserable, I remember just setting out one day and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to go work on my business. I didn't have a business. I was very much in my full-time job. I was, I just remember like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I sat in this little outdoor restaurant thing. I got some pancakes and I was just Googling things like how to start a business. Like I was looking into a product-based business because that was the only thing. Cause I was like, I don't have any, I don't have any skills. I can't help somebody, you know? So, um, so for me, it was just, uh, sorry, what was the question? I forgot. <laughs> You're good. So. So you oh, say like, God. So with like, so yeah, so then it was like a couple of months later, that course, or it was just like one month later, that course had come across on my Instagram feed. Mind you, that may not have been manifestation. That could have been Instagram listening to me from my phone. You know what I'm saying? You know, they do that. So it very well could have been that. And then with, with, um, honestly, I think I manifested this podcast because I was Googling Mm. where I was like, how do you become a podcast guest? And then like. I got a DM and I was like, okay, I'll do this. Sure. You know, and then, so I, I don't know, there's something to this manifestation stuff. Like it's real. And then with meditation, when I was first starting my business, I was having so much trouble when it comes to focus, like sitting down and just getting to work Mm -hmm. and like focusing, you know what I'm saying? Especially when I didn't have any clients and I just kind of felt like there's nothing to really work on, even though there's so much to do, you know, it was, it was a lot of stuff when you don't have clients, it's so easy to put off, um, so that was kind of where I was at. But with meditation and doing that literally for like 10 minutes every morning, my focus got so much better. Like I'm so much better at just like zoning in and like getting stuff done and like working in blocks of time. It's so much better now than it was um, back then. So meditation and also journaling. I love journaling. I do it every morning. Mm. Um, so first, when I first started journaling, because it was very habit to pick up and get into because I just wasn't used to it. And it's like, what do I say to this book? And so I just started with like, every day I'm going to do three, three things I'm grateful for. 
And so every day I'll just sit there and do that. And that lasted, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something. And then one day I just had so much on my mind. It was just a lot of thoughts just bouncing around in my head, just going around in circles. And that's kind of what it was. And then, um, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to write it down. And I just kind of wrote it all out and I just got it off my chest and just got it out. And my mind was just so much clearer, you know, um, it was amazing just like how immediately it worked, you know, because a lot of time you with stuff like meditation, it takes so long to like really kick in and for like the effects to be like seen. But with journaling, it was just immediate. And so I, I quickly just got into the habit of just like getting everything off of my mind, because when you're a business owner, there's always a million things on your mind. And a lot of times there's no one to talk to about it. You know, because like your family, your friends, they don't really, they don't really get it. If they're not owning a business or they're probably tired of you talking about your business. And so with a right. little journal, she don't care. She'll listen to me every single mm-hmm. day, you know? So it's great to have something that I can write out all of my thoughts in um, and just get it out of my head, get it on paper. And then I can think a lot more clearer. So putting those two together has really made a difference um, as far as everything. <laughs> And it's funny to see, like, out of all the hundreds of people I've interviewed, there's only been one person ever that, you know, said that they don't, you know, they don't really have too much of a belief in God. But of all of these business owners, you know, they all talk about the same things, meditation, you know, uh, manifestation, all of this stuff, journaling. Like, it's funny to see, like, you know, successful people all clearly, you know, have a res- recipe for success in some facet with, you know, a connection with God. And mm-hmm. it's really amazing to see that it, it it's consistent. But, um... It, Jasmine, it, it was a great, it was a great discussion. And like, what's the best way that people can reach out to you? Yes. Okay. So my Instagram is Jasmine Collins one. Um, and you can follow me there. You can see all of my pink and that's where I give a lot of like business advice. Well, so regarding social media, I talk a lot about social media um, and why you should be on social media and also just like how you can improve your social media as a business owner. So if you go ahead and you Amazing. go to Instagram, if you DM me, um, then I, um, then I'll send you a free Instagram audit checklist. So, so come to Jasmine Collins one and I'll hook you up. Amazing. Amazing. And yeah, we'll put your links in the description on YouTube. Everything will be there. Um, it was a great podcast and we'll see you guys next time on the mastermind podcast. Peace. Yeah, that was really good. How do you think it went? I liked it. Except when I lost.